know, I've really been looking to hosting this topic on natural health dialogue with naturopathic Dr. Randy Lee. And the reason is I've I really wanted to say this. Today, we're about to be emphatic about the lymphatic. (laughs) Uh, Simple pleasures. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to talk about the lymphatic system. You know, um, my topic uh, for my particular blog every month this year has to do with some kind of cleansing. And I'm actually using as a guideline my cleansing regimen that a lady had me put together some years ago. And uh, I've been using now for uh, for a number of years. I do some kind of a cleanse every month, and in the month of May, I do a uh, a lymphatic cleanse. Now, here's what's funny to me: uh, generally, when I get to talking with somebody one on one, we're counseling about uh, their their body systems and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I'll say, "Well, um, when what do you do about your lymphatic system?" And they'll kind of look at me with this kind of an askance grin and I get to it. Now, finally, about half the time we'll say, do you know what your lymphatic system is? Mm-hmm, right. That's what <laughs> and I was again, thinking. Things about lymphatic. I don't think I know what that is. I know about my circulatory system. I know about my digestive system, but not so much about the lymphatic system. And yet the lymphatic system is every bit as important uh, to your health uh, as any other system. Uh, it's it it's basically your uh, major part of your cleansing system. Mm. Your body, uh, you've heard everybody's heard the thing since you were kids about you have a new body every seven years. Right. The cells all turn over. Well, there's there's truth to that. You lose about a hundred thousand uh, cells in your body that die every single day. And so, yeah. where do they go? Uh, that's exactly the point. If they die, where where do they go? And uh, the answer is the body actually pushes those dead cells into the lymphatic system. It's a system of connected uh, nodes, and most people have heard of lymph nodes. Mm-hmm. So that that part of it is uh, is believable. But there's they're linked together with a system of tubes that move those uh, waste materials. Um, they get pushed up through the surface, through the skin structure, through the muscle structure, into the lymphatic system into those tubes and then they're collected at the lymph nodes and moved on along until they're taken out of your body through your waste disposal system. So uh, they go from from uh, dead cells through the tissues into the lymphatic system and then moved into the waste disposal system so that you get rid of them. You would not want to hang on to those hundred thousand dead cells every day. Then you get toxic. Your whole body gets very, very toxic. We have, in addition, a little nodes that you have. You'll notice sometimes after you've been sick for a while uh, that your lymph nodes will start to swell a little bit. And mm-hmm. that's because when you're sick, you're killing off more cells than the normal 100,000 or so uh, that's, uh, uh, that are dying every day just from normal things. Uh, you're actually killing off some cells. And so you get an overcapacity to the, uh, to the lymphatic system. And so the lymph nodes have the capacity then to swell to hold those until they can get moved into the waste disposal system. And so when my mom felt the nodes on my throat there all the time and told me I had swollen glands, that's what was going on. That's exactly right. She's telling you if there's something swollen there, then your lymph nodes are getting larger. You're killing more cells and there's something going on. You are quote unquote sick as far as mama's concerned. Hmm. Uh, you have something going on where you're killing cells. Uh, there are three major 
collecting points within the nodes uh, within the lymphatic system. That's your spleen. That's the biggest repository of, uh, of waste cells, which is the reason so many people die when they end up with a ruptured spleen because it empties just a whole big pocket of dead cells and stuff into the inside of your body. Uh, your tonsils are, uh, are a place up on your neck where you've got a, a collection point there and swollen tonsils also being uh, extra cells. You know, when I was 12 years old, they removed my tonsils. Um, virtually all of my classmates got their tonsils pulled out. Back in those days, uh, mm. we're talking back in the, back in the 1950s, um, they didn't really see much use for your tonsils. And so uh, if you got swollen tonsils, mine were swollen enough, they blocked my eustachian tubes and, and uh, burst my eardrums from the inside. Uh, and so the doctor said, well, you don't need those things anyway. So they just pulled them out. Uh, they're now doing that with a lot of people with their appendixes. You have a little bit of an appendix problem. Mm -hmm. You're having some appendicitis. Great. Let's take that thing out. We don't know what it's there for anyway. Well, it's another one of those collection points. Can you live without your tonsils and your appendix? Absolutely. Millions of people are doing that all the time. But you have to remember that you don't have those two major repositories then for dead cells. So if you do get sick, you've got to be more careful about taking care of yourself and doing things that will help you uh, to get rid of the cells. Hmm. Now, that brings me to the next major point. What do you do to take care of those cells? Right. And I got a, I got a couple of categories. Uh, number one, you got to move. Uh, unlike the, the circulatory system, which has the heart pumping it, the lymphatic system doesn't have a pump. And so I call it the toothpaste principle. And I've said mm. that on a blog before, but basically, uh, how do you get toothpaste out of the tube? You squeeze it. You squeeze on the middle of it and it comes out. Well, your lymphatic system pushes stuff into that system, but then the movement of the muscles acting on those tubes causes them to squeeze them. So they squeeze them along and it moves through your body by a system of, of squeezing uh, pressure. And so if you're not moving, you're not moving your lymphatic system. And so you begin to build up a lot of uh, stuff. So unlike what most people say, when you're sick, just lay in bed and rest. You need mm. to move as much as you can. I'm not saying go run a mile because you've got a fever. Uh, but I am saying that if you've got a fever, your body's trying to kill off things and it's probably killing extra cells. Mm -hmm. And so you need to move that stuff out. So to the extent that you can move. Any idea what kind of movement is best for that? Um, you know what? I like just plain old walking or even if it's just barely slow walking around the house, make sure that you're moving your arms because uh, that's moving this stuff out of that part of your body into the lymphatic system. Your legs will move it out. Uh, we know that much of the swelling from those nodes ends up in the neck and those nodes are a lot more lymph nodes up there. So you need to make sure that that's moving. And that's a natural, a natural part of the movement of walking is moving the upper body that way. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, yeah, I like, I like just walking. I don't recommend that if you're not feeling well, that you go out and go jog or run or go weight, lift weights or, or those kinds of things. You just want to move so that the lymphatic system can keep those dead cells at bay. And that, okay. that brings us to really the topic of this whole blog, and that is lymphatic cleansing. Mm. Um, if you, after you finish with an ail, ailment, uh, one of the things that, would be, that might be appropriate would be to do some kind of a lymphatic cleanse. Uh, we have a number of them. 
there are things uh, with products like Lymphomax and, and lymphatic drainage, lymphatic cleansing. It's interesting to me, though, that just for normal, normal living, we had a, um, we used to have a, a, a testing mechanism where um, you could bring in saliva and urine and we could run it through a test. And the, uh, the doctor who put that thing together worked with a, a whole series, uh, a, a group of um, career herbalists and said, what kinds of things would we need to put in something to really clean the lymphatic system up? Because you're going to out that when you start doing this test, nine out of 10 people that you test will need to start with a lymphatic cleanse and a kidney cleanse, because those are, the, those are the places that are pulling those toxins out of the body. And so they put together products called kidney drainage and lymphatic drainage. Uh, you can use those products. I do. Every month of May, I take a bottle of lymphatic drainage to clean, to clean my lymphatic system. Uh, but if you don't use those, you can at least find out what the ingredients in there are and take herbal things that will help you with those ingredients to do some cleansing of that lymphatic system. Uh, I cleanse my lymphatic system every year. And if I have a major illness, which I haven't had in probably 15 years, uh, but that's when I started this program, you, you might finish up uh, uh, that major illness uh, with something to clean your lymphatic system to make sure that it's clean. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in keeping your lymphatic system clean because if you don't, you hold on to your dead cells and the dead cells will make your body toxic and it'll get into the rest of your body and make you sick again. Uh, so um, join me, uh, whether you join me in the month of May uh, or you pick your own month or you just do it after you're sick, uh, do something to cleanse your lymphatic system and always remember a sedentary lifestyle leads to toxicity for a number of reasons, one of which is you don't get rid of your lymphatic waste. Hmm. So join naturopathic Dr. Randy Lee in the month of May with a solid and very uh, helpful lymphatic cleanse. Amen. All Thanks, right. Joseph. You're welcome. See you next time. Yeah.